Welcome to Holistic Ambition, where we talk with visionary leaders who are redefining what it means to be ambitious. We cover ways you can live with more well-being, meaning, and fun in your career, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Stephanie Toma, life coach for ambitious professionals and author of Confident Introvert. Welcome to Holistic Ambition, where we talk with visionary leaders who are redefining what it means to be ambitious. We cover ways you can live with more well-being, meaning, and fun in your career, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Stephanie Toma, life coach for ambitious professionals and author of Confident Introvert. So perhaps you have met someone who speaks kind of like a robot in a monotone. Maybe you are that person. So the question is, is this something that some people are born as, or is it a learned behavior? So it's possible due to various, uh, you know, mental illnesses being not neurotypical that perhaps that's just kind of the way that someone is and shows up in the world. However, it can also be a sort of trauma response. So I'll be speaking to the latter type of experience. So for example, um, let's see, I can share an example of of a client who had this awareness that during particularly stressful work events, he was speaking in a robotic monotone. And he knew this is not helping him connect with people. This is actually acting as a barrier to getting outcomes and actually connecting on a really human level with his colleagues and superiors. And basically, you know, having the awareness is the first step. And in a little bit, I'm going to go into how to overcome this, but, you know, there can be, you know, we kind of dove into why, like, okay, so you've observed this behavior. It happens in this particular context. Why is that? And we were able to trace back an event that happened earlier in career where this person said the wrong thing and was really reprimanded for it. And they said the wrong thing when they were seemingly being themselves, just super comfortable, speaking a little bit off the cuff. And there were repercussions for that. And, you know, in a personal context, let's say interpersonally, I can even speak to an example of not even having an awareness. When I was in my early teens, there was uh, someone in my life who I didn't really feel emotionally safe safe with. And they brought up to me, hey, you're speaking kind of like a robot. And you know, it wasn't until later on in my adult life that I realized, well, as you can tell, I am quite animated. But the reason why that was tucked away, why that was stifled was a protective mechanism, uh, really being wanting to have a sense of control over how you're perceived when you sense that there isn't emotional safety that could have real repercussions for you in your life. So the idea here is that let's say at one point in time, you spoke your truth and you were made wrong. You said something and you were completely freely expressed, maybe not even thinking that much about it and you were penalized for it. So you tell yourself, I'll never show that side of me again. I'm going to keep myself safe. It's wrong. It gets in trouble. Let's tuck it away. It's a form of disassociation where perfection and being invisible or tolerated becomes the new norm as a replacement for being truly embraced and known and loved. And this can help you in a sense, fly under the radar of possible disapproval. But 
if you're listening, if you are tuning in right now, you don't want to settle for being invisible, for being tolerated. No, you know that you deserve to be embraced for who you are. You deserve to feel comfortable interacting with other people. And sometimes these situations that have stifled us in some capacity, it's possible with awareness and insight and even some guidance to move past it. So what I'd like to invite you to do if you have found yourself in this situation is to first name it. And it's not always necessary to know the exact root cause, but to have an awareness of the context in which it comes up and practice taking more pauses as you develop self-trust. This is particularly relevant if, let's say, when you're speaking off the cuff, you realize, oh, shoot, I, I said something that could be a little bit offensive. Um, you know, Maybe you just kind of want to slow things down with this person in this context. And ideally, you also want to ensure that you are actively spending your time with people um, and allowing them to get to know you and embrace you and have grace with you if you ever do misstep. Because we are humans, we are imperfect, right? So I'd like to introduce you to three mindset reframes that can come in handy in these scenarios. And feel free to write these down, to even say them out loud. You can be professional and imperfect. The second one is the right people will have grace with you. And the third is making a mistake or saying a bad thing does not make you a bad person. Okay, so let's kind of break these down and what they are dispelling, at least on a conscious level. Because while there are oftentimes, since this is a form of disassociation, a trauma response, a lot of it's flying under the radar. So the idea is let's bring it up to the surface to make it more conscious. So by actively telling yourself that you can be professional and imperfect, this kind of brings up that maybe you have a story of perfection equating professionalism, right? Being completely polished, never making a mistake. And then you get to get ahead professionally. Then you are rewarded financially, whatever it may be. That's a false narrative. You know, take a look, at, certainly in the entrepreneurial spaces of people who are, you know, maybe they are they are only fan stars. Maybe they are, um, you know, entrepreneurs with podcasts littered with cuss words. The list really goes so much further than that. But a couple of examples and, you know, going into the second one that the right people will have grace with you. Certainly there are people that subscribe to cancel culture. And certainly there are people who will do something that I call calling you out instead of calling you in where maybe they want to make an example of your behavior and show other people, hey, don't do this, it's unacceptable, you will be ostracized if you do what this person does or, or if you recreate that behavior, that dynamic. Uh, however, calling someone in is being more like, hey, you know, let me pull you aside here. So I'm curious, were you aware when you said that how that could have come off? And then maybe the person gets to say, oh, no, I'm not quite sure, <laughs> do you wanna fill me in? And then it becomes a dialogue versus a one directional communication that is shame-based. So again, there are people in the world, perhaps you are one of them that has grace with people, the kind of person that says, huh, you know, I know that you have good intention. Did you mean to come off in this way? And then the person gets to kind of clear the air 
in real time and it doesn't linger too long and and trust is reestablished. And, you know, the third, making a mistake or saying a bad thing does not make you a bad person. So this goes back into shame-based feelings that can arise equating poor behavior with a poor personality (laughs) where it's really incorrectly internalizing uh, behaviors where it's pretty classic, um, at least in modern day child psychology, it's important when reprimanding, let's say a child, for example, or even in a dynamic that is not totally, um, you know, on the same level, let's say that there's a superior and a subordinate in some sort of professional capacity, um, being able to say, hey, so, you know, that behavior wasn't ideal. Here's why. Or in, you know, children's terms, you want to say, hey, um, that behavior wasn't very nice. Not you're not very nice. Right. So um, but sometimes people don't know these nuances. There's a level of emotional intelligence that some people study, some people practice, others don't. So if you happen to be around people that don't practice that level of emotional, social intelligence, then you get to tell yourself this. That just because you're imperfect, like every human out there, and maybe you said something that was inappropriate and you didn't even realize it, or maybe you did realize it right away, that you're not a bad person. It doesn't define you. So there's plenty more depth that we could go into here and just know that I am happy to be there for you in some capacity. Uh, There are a variety of links below if you would like to check out different ways uh, that I can support you, that we can connect. And yeah, just a a gentle reminder to have grace with yourself, allow yourself to express, maybe even getting comfortable in solitude. You know, maybe that looks like dancing and singing around your room, just getting comfortable with more and more expression and observing where you may judge others and being able to come from a place of having that self-acceptance and acceptance of others, then it almost resonates so much less when other people, uh, you know, may make stark judgments on you. And thus, you get to be more human and less robotic. Thank you for tuning in to Holistic Ambition. This is Stephanie Thomas saying goodbye for now and inviting you to take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time.